0: hmm that's good welcome to digital coffee guys i'm a little sick or well, my voice doesn't sound very good but i'm still giving you the news because that's what you need and well it's fun to do anyways i'm your host brett deister and let's get on with it all right it looks like a mobile developer has well created a case that will allow you to run Android and iPhone. I know some of you iPhone users are like preposterous. Why would we want to do that? That's so lame. Why? 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 Well, because we can and it's fun. So what he did is that he created a case that has basically almost like a motherboard-like circuitry in it and he also has a way for it to be installed through the iPhone because there are Certain executable files that you cannot run through iPhones against the terms and services. So what he did is he put the power cable or lightning bolt port on it instead, and that's how he ran it. Uh, and it it runs pretty good. I mean, there it, it's a smaller screen than what you would get on Android, but it is an interesting take on it. Uh, I don't mind it at all. I think I think it's it'd be cool to eventually uh, dual boot on phones and just kind of switch back and forth that would actually be pretty cool uh but this isn't for a consumer market yet he it's quite bulky and he said that if there was actual interest he would actually be doing it so check it out and see if you would actually like use this or not but i think it's actually pretty cool i'm all in favor of dual booting i think dual booting is always a good thing and if you don't know dual booting means is that you have two operating systems and this is more for computers on your system and you can pick which one you want to run at one 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 at a time obviously but you can pick switch back and forth and you kind of get the best of both worlds so we shall see we shall see all right wix yes the ever popular website building for non developers site has added artificial intelligence to its website yes if you just do not want to make a website develop a website just don't know how to do it don't want to learn how to do it because you got so many other things you got to be doing uh the ADI tool is for you it will ask you a couple questions pertaining to what your business is, to what you're on the menu, to probably fonts, anything and everything will ask you. And then it will take a few minutes to compile all of it and make what it thinks is what you want. It will show you. You can change it, go back later, and redo it if you want to. There is no, this is what it is, enjoy. Nope. This is... this, this is a way for dev- non-developers to, you know, get a little help there, just a little bit of help, because that's what it's all about. Helping you make a website when you don't know how to make a website, and you want to pay for some developer to make it, even though it's probably a lot better to do it that way, because you're talking to somebody and they can usually figure it out. Sometimes, sometimes they're terrible, but if they're terrible, then you just get rid of them. All right, Reddit has found Another way of making money, yes, through affiliate links, through uh, VigLinks, uh, what it does is that when you post something that is a product through the website, what it'll do is redirect it or basically change uh, the link so they get a little piece of the pie. Now this is a way for it to not bombard users with ads, also, to make it still look like it's Reddit without pissing off a whole bunch of people, because it's still quite a young company and it's still trying to find its way to make positive cash, this is the way to do it. Uh, so you you might be you might see more of that. And yes, they will be taking a cut out of it. So if you are selling through Reddit, be on the lookout for it. Is this? a way that users might not figure out. Maybe some of them, a lot of them probably will. I mean, it's Reddit, most of them are pretty smart and so they'll figure it out. Uh, But it's a better alternative to bombarding with ads that Facebook took the direction of and did quite well with it, mind you. But I like this direction a lot better. This is my personal advice on it. All right, Snapchat has uh, basically reimagined the Discover tab, yes. Is changed it, redesigned it. There's no more bubbles of just the brand logo of whatever Discover tab. It actually will give you a little bit of picture, and uh, kind of the headline of it, so you can kind of figure it out. You can also follow your favorite uh, places as well through Discover tab, so you can find things. Especially if you love BuzzFeed so much. I don't, to be honest with you. I think they're the fast food of news because they don't use facts, But anyways, beyond that, um, yeah, it's a new one. Uh, it looks a little interesting. It looks, I mean, it's always difficult for social, social media companies to actually find a great way to monetize it without pissing off its user base. And it's usually the detriment of the user base, AKA Instagram with its algorithmic feeds that people aren't really happy about, but they're just gonna have to deal with or move on. So, I think this is a better way of doing it, but I think Snapchat's always been a little bit smarter about their advertising model. Uh, I still think they still need some refinement on it, but if companies are willing to pay for it, it's not a bad thing because that's what you're wanting. You're wanting companies to pay for being placed in your uh, social network or podcast or whatever. And so, yes. Ads do come to your favorite social network. Yes, you have to deal with it. Sometimes they're smarter, sometimes they're not. Instagram, Facebook. Because as we all know, once Facebook started getting very much into the advertising model of it, the user engagement probably correlated to going down. Now, the older generation has been... Rising in it, but that's a little bit different. Do people still use Facebook? Of course, they use it as often as it was in the beginning. No, not as much, uh, because it was the cool thing, it was the college thing to do is to be on Facebook, and that's what kind of drove the popularity of it. And then once they went public, uh, everything went down, down, down. Just saying, it just all went down. All right, Twitter has redesigned, or has a new look, but redesign is probably the better word, its Android app. Yes, finally it has embraced the material design. Now, if you're wondering why this is a big deal, it's because iOS and Android have, for the most part, different types of designs. Uh, iOS is more keen to the flat design and Android has some of it, but not really all of it. They have more of the material design that makes it look like it's a more tangible thing that you're pushing. Uh, instead of the old way was it was all the buttons were on the bottom. They moved them to the top uh, going, and now your account is on the top left. You push it, and there's this another side card that goes from left to right pull. Uh, and then you have a little button for creating tweets. I like it better. Now the top also has your home, moments, notifications, direct messages. Like I said, I like it better. They also have a custom uh, button for lists specifically. So like I said, I like this better because it's using uh, the best parts of Android and not making it look like it's exactly like iOS, which is never a good idea. So I actually think it's all good. I actually am happy they finally brought back the floating button. They actually had that for a while, and then they got rid of it. And I was like, why would you get rid of it? I like the floating button. It was easy. Nice, right there, floating button. Boop, done. Uh, But yeah, everything else is mostly the same. It's just, just a little bit of design change, which, like I said, I like. I think it's a great idea. So I'm hoping to see more improvements on Twitter, and they're doing a good job so far. They also have done a new way of making uh, embedded timelines on your website, with which is really easy. All you got to do is you know, put your website in there, and then it will give you the code, and you put it in there. Uh, you can also, as well, of customize it and the way you want to do it. Uh, so, like I said before, it looks great. It's super easy to use. It doesn't really... Uh, you know, interfere with that much downtime since it's just a website and figuring out where to put it in the code, so it's not going to take you that long to do it, so I like it. I like it a lot. Swarm now offers, well, something that was already in Foursquare. offers custom check-in perks that if you check into some type of place that will give you a certain amount of discount on it uh, This was already back in Foursquare when Foursquare was Foursquare not split up into it and all that mess about Foursquare and Squarm And Swarm Squarm taking a bunch of features out of what Foursquare made it really fun and popular and now they, they brought it back uh, So yeah, you'll have custom perks. They could be custom perks for specifically Uh, mayorship or just checking in a certain amount of time it depends on it i used it prior to when it was actually foursquare and there was different uh types of check-in perks for it so this just gives another advantage to actually using swarm more often because there's a lot of times where i'm like i don't care about checking in To be honest, I don't know why this wasn't still in when it first came out, but there was a lot of things that should have been in there that first came out. This is just Swarm going back to the Foursquare days where it actually was pretty good, and there was no need to actually change it. But they changed it. Now they're back to where it actually was for the most part. I mean, they did add the chat feature, which was never in Foursquare, so that's a nice handy thing. But this just helps the company try to get people to actually, you know, Use it more because they haven't been really using it as much. I haven't, but eventually you're just kind of like, I'm just checking in to things. Yay! That's kind of how I feel. I don't care. I never really cared where people thought I was going, to be honest with you, but some people actually do. And I get updated a lot with people actually checking in either Yelp or Swarm/slash Foursquare. Whatever. WhatsApp is finally adding GIF support to its app whatsapp app yes that it uh uh-huh. anyways yes they are finally adding to it which someone found through the beta build that they are actually adding this to it which funny enough a lot of the mess- other messaging apps already had gift support this one's just coming really late but at least it's coming i mean they did add end-to-end encryption before mostly everybody else so they had it They had to leg up on it, but the funny thing is that Facebook Messenger already had gift support way before WhatsApp did it, and they're owned by the same company, so it's kind of weird. I don't know why they wouldn't kind of do it at the same time, but hey, it's Facebook. I don't understand what it does half the time, and when it does, when I do understand it, people get upset about it. I'm talking to you, Instagram. Those would be able to woven throughout this whole show. Instagram, algorithmic feeds. But yes, they finally added... GIF support, which is always a great thing because people like gifts, and you don't actually have to go to the link to go to the website to watch the gift because that wasn't what it was originally, which was really annoying to do. Why would you ever want to do that? All right. Well, there's some news about, you know, hacking and all those nefarious things that happened. Well, it looks like the NFL official Twitter account was hacked and somebody said that Roger Goodell had died or... It was dead. Basically, bit the dust. our, All that fun stuff. All those puns and cliches and whatever. Uh, they said it or he said it through their app. And then the PR executive had to be like, no, he's alive. I don't know. We've just been hacked. And so this will be a lesson to you. This is lesson number one. You're going to get hacked no matter what. So be on top of it. Uh, and then the hacker will just give out... <laughs> the password, some people can try to do it, but it actually won't work, because once you actually get your uh, account back, then nobody can do anything about it because you will change the password again. Then, yesterday, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and Twitter account all got hacked because of the same password. Let's be less than you folks. Yes, we do use the same passwords quite a bit. Uh, It's unfortunate because we have so many places that have different passwords, that if you had 100 different places that had passwords, you're not gonna use 100 different passwords because that means you have to remember all of them. And it's easier to remember one or a few or a variation of a few that you can simply understand. The reason why this is a huge problem is because everybody is going to get hacked. And the other problem is, well, there just needs to be a new way of doing passwords. Uh, we've been using this way for quite a while. And with all the tech out there, I know a lot of people are trying to do it. We just need to find a better way of doing it. Now there are safety precautions you can do, two-factor authentication, if they have it, is a good way of uh, protecting yourself. But yes, let's be lesson to you folks. You will get you will get hacked no matter how good your password may be. You are you there is a potential to be hacked. That's just how it is. That's just always how it is, and so always be careful about it. Always, always, always. I said it several times, so you would know. All right, smartphone sales. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go down to double digits in 2016, by report by Gartner. Yes, a boom well, analyst that analyzes markets basically said that yeah, the market's saturated. Uh, so Western. Countries have basically been saturated with the uh, smartphone market. China, which was looked at as the next big boom, has successfully been pretty much saturated. The only one from this report that said that it had a kind of a fighting chance or a chance for a lot of growth was India. But the problem is with India is that you have to have such a low margin of price for anybody to actually buy it and that's the other thing about it is that 120 dollars or less and people will buy the smartphones from india anything more than that well you're asking for trouble so the sweet spot for india is 70 to 120 dollars if you're like apple that's going to charge way more than that you're probably not going to see growth in there uh, which is a bad sign for apple because their bread and butter has been the iphone that's been the thing. That they've gotten the other reason for this is because, for the most part, smartphones are just a small upgrade from each other, they aren't really a big new thing that they once were in the early times. So, the problem is with that is that when you have such small upgrades, people aren't real, less willing to actually upgrade them, which is funny because I don't know a few months ago, so months ago, uh, there was a report about. PC sale declined, and I was always like, well, people don't want to upgrade as often. People piecemeal upgrade it. They just upgrade their RAM. They just upgrade their hard drive, upgrade their graphics card. That's all they do, really, because you can do that with a desktop as, long as it's PC or Linux. If it's Apple, I'm sorry, you can't. You're going to, have to drop another $3,000 for that. But that's the thing is that we're all going to just piecemeal our upgrades. And with Project ARIA coming out, that is going to be a modular smartphone. This could actually be an even more prevalent thing of small upgrades for your phone. So you don't want to to buy a new one every single time and drop lots and lots of money for it. I'm talking to you, I love iPhone, because you are very expensive. All right, T-Mobile did another uncaring move yesterday with free stocks and pizza and stuff. Yes, it is really going in for this free stuff. Uh, so if you are a member or a person that is on T-Mobile, you will get one stock from T-Mobile, which is a $43 value, which is not bad. Uh, and then there's other rewards that is going to be called T-Mobile Tuesday that will be offering from brands like Wendy's, StubHub, Domino's, and etc. So you can get a whole bunch of free stuff. Since my generation loves free stuff, this is a great thing. You should just download it. I don't know why you're not. But yes, this is their next uncarrier move, which is not really that uncarrier that I think it is. But hey, whatever. I mean, the uncarrier moves have been working really, really well. So why not go on it even more? But the other ones were actually a lot better. The music video. Not being uh, kind of to your data, depending on the sponsored content that you're going to be watching, like YouTube, whoever was in part of the network. And then uh, rollover data. So those are three offs. And this one is just me. All right. Also, Sprint decided that, uh, well, it needed the Verizon guy. So, yes, the Verizon guy has switched to Sprint. If you haven't noticed that, then this is your uh, announcement. Yes, he has switched. He switched sides he goes man Verizon is so expensive for no apparent reason well no their networks actually pretty good they're still really expensive uh, so he's like yeah I'm switching save a whole bunch of money uh, it's it's a cute little ad I saw the ad yesterday I will put the ad in the show notes and it was I mean it was a nice little nostalgia thing I don't think I believe what he's actually saying about there's a 1% difference between all of them because that's probably not actually that true about it, but hey, Paul switched. So why don't you switch from 18, from Verizon to Sprint? No, I like T-Mobile anyways. I don't like Sprint or Verizon. I mean, Sprint's not that bad actually. They're not great. They're not bad. All right, Verizon looks like it's going to be purchasing or has a lot of interest in purchasing Yahoo Internet Business for three billion dollars. Yes, $3 billion. Uh, initially, there was a whole bunch of other uh, companies uh, interested, including Time Inc., Alphabet, Comcast, AT&T, and and iac intraactive Corp. But they all dropped out of the first round of bidding. Uh, Verizon and another uh, venture company is interested in buying it. However, it is pretty much a Good discount from the original offering, which was four to eight billion dollars. So we'll see who actually wants to buy uh, Yahoo because well, nobody really likes to Yahoo anymore. <laughs> All right, Auto Lotto, Lotto Auto Lotto is basically an app to well. Allow for your habit to continue. Yes, it is an app that allows you to buy and play a uh, lot of numbers. It is only starting in Massachusetts right now, so we can't really use it. It's on iPhone only, so Android users can't use it, uh, but it will give you one Super Bowl every time, but just only one, you can't do more than one. Uh, now, the problem is with the lotto industry, is that one you have to have a physical location in every state? Uh, two, there's a lot of regulation and bureaucracy and all that fun stuff that comes with the government. And three, well, this actually could impact uh, like gas stations, all of them that actually do a uh, lot of numbers. This actually could impact them pretty well because having it on the app and just buying it through there is really nice. Don't have to go to the store or anything like that to pick it up if I don't want to. Uh, but the problem is, is that security is my biggest thing about this and maybe they have thought about this as well a nice new feature that's going to be coming up for them is a way to share a lot of ticket with your friends uh so to, you know to divvy up it fairly without, you know one for you five for me one for you ten for me they would be like wait wait whoa 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 why are you getting more than me uh but yeah so being on the lookout especially massachusetts you now the reason why they chose massachusetts, massachusetts it is interesting, they chose it because it was the first state to have a lotto. Yes, there's a little history for you folks. First state, so they decided to choose it as being you know, ser- ceremonious to we're launching this app as a first lotto app. So, why won't we choose Massachusetts? Yes, it's all interesting. All right, Perezzi. Yes, if you don't really understand what Perezzi is, well, that's okay. Uh, But Prezi is a competitor of PowerPoint and uh, Google Slides and um, the Apple version as as well. Um, But yeah, uh, they decided to do a business one for it, yes. They said so many people are doing business sides of it that we need to do it as well. So they decided that they're gonna add analytics tools, uh, see which people have viewed the uh, slides the most, uh, way to do it online as well through the web like I said before analytics all this fun stuff that businesses really want to use however the user interface is not that user friendly and if you are really pro uh, Microsoft especially for the office suite you really just don't need this at all the the price is kind of steep too it's $50 per user per month so that's pretty expensive uh, but you're getting a lot of great stuff it's just really expensive especially since the Highest or most expensive uh, Office 360 business one is $35 a month. People are probably wondering, why would I pay for just one tool, which gives me really cool analytics and all that other fun stuff and like what who's viewed what, but it's really expensive than what I can get from Microsoft, which is a lot more. So I think you need to do a little bit of a price drop, but it's Prezi. They've been around for seven years. I have an account, never really use it because they really – Needed to, so far. used it once. Wasn't bad, it was great software. All right, Instagram has done a new feature for iOS to make it easier to share photos from other apps. Yes, if you just was like, man, I wish I shared that photo from so-and-so app, well now, to Instagram, well now you can. You just have to go into uh, the settings through iOS and make sure you go to the activities, find Instagram, and click it to the green on button and then go ahead and do it. Yes, Uh, this is just another move. maybe it will smooth things over with people upset about the algorithmic feed, but probably not. People are probably still gonna be upset about that. I'm not really in favor of it. A lot of people aren't really in favor of it, but they're still going forward with it. So we deal with it. Uh, But yes, this is another way of just sharing more photos on Instagram so it can leverage its power, but it's already powerful for a social network same yeah all right now apps to try for this week uh and and torah is a way for you to you know follow your favorite movies actors or directors see what they're actually doing uh or how the movie's going as well uh does movies tvs music and artists so like i said before you can follow whichever one you want and Be like, finally, I can follow the people that I care about the most. What are they doing? What are they doing? Uh, But yeah, uh, this is, you know, just kind of a way for you to follow follow things you love. And who doesn't love movies? Movies are great. All right, there is a new, well, numbered influencer site called picture.io. It allows you to see your score kind of like clout does through Instagram only. I checked it out and I was like, oh, that's cool. The problem I have with this is just with clout. When clout did this, everybody was all rage, this clout, oh, what's your number, what's your number? Oh, that's pretty high, that's cool. And then they redid it to clout 2.0 and everybody was like, what does this vanity number actually mean? That's the same problem I have with this one. But if you really want to try it out, you can. I tried it out, I was like, oh, that's cool but I don't know if I'll ever actually use it because I don't really see the real reason to use it. All right, Google has made a new app for iOS to put motion into stills to create live photos. Yes, now you can do it with Google and it will allow you to do it pretty easily. They kind of already have this, they had this through uh, Google Plus for GIFs called Auto Awesome where you would take a rapid shot of pictures and create a GIF for you and so this is kind of the way of doing it as well. Uh, so check it out. It's free as always. It's cool. That's what I do. Have you really ever wondered what your friends were actually doing tonight and you want to actually want to do something? Well, Firefly 2.0 will help you with that. Yes, it will have a way for you to check where your friends are at and see what they're actually doing and you know kind of coordinate with where they're about, what's around them, chat with them, see what what's going on with them. Uh, there's also group function where you can, you know, add people to groups and then, you know, do a group thing. So if you are looking for a way to, you know, grab coffee, go to a concert, go to a movie and find friends around you that are just not doing anything, then turn on your Firefly and let's get to being a light to the world. No, that's Bible. Let's just have fun just going out and having fun. Yes, simple as that. All right, there's another movie one for you to, well, manage and, you know, have a queue for all the movies that you want to see through Netflix, HBO, and Hulu. It's called Next Queue, which will allow you to, you know, personalize movie recommendations for you, pretending to your likes and dislikes to it, Uh, because we all like movies that some people actually don't like at all. And sometimes we just all like the same movie because they're actually really great. So this is just a really great way of doing it. Add movies to the queue, and then we'll kind of update through all your other sites as well. Uh, Filters as well through your favorite uh, subscription sites like Netflix and HBO. So yes, try it out. You got nothing to lose except for a bunch of time wasting for, you know, doing movies. But movies are fun time wasters. Yes, they are. All right, this may be a little bit of a weird episode of Digital Coffee, but that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoy these podcasts, please consider or supporting me through Patreon at Digital Coffee. Follow Digital Coffee at Digital CO77EE and Facebook at Digital Coffee Podcast. YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast, Vine at Digital.Coffee, and Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast. Join me tomorrow when I do Marketing Blend. All right, guys, have a good day, and hope you voted in California. Later.